0: This is The Playbook. Welcome, everyone. I'm David Meltzer, and I am pleased to be here to teach what I know about how to be a CEO. A CEO is a chief executive officer, and for me, it's about being an intelligent follower. And the first thing you need to know about being an intelligent follower is to know uh, your interest, meaning you need to be more interested than interesting great leaders, great CEOs learn and then they utilize the lessons in order to promote and protect their business and the people within the context of their business. Every business is made up of the same thing and that's people. And in order to be a great CEO, you need to know your values and empower your people with those values. The first value to be a great CEO is gratitude. Gratitude gives us perspective. It allows us to learn. It allows us to learn where the light and the love is in everyone and learn how to prioritize what's important to us. The biggest value in life and in business as a CEO is to have the perspective of gratitude. In fact, if you want to change your own life and the people around you, As an intelligent follower, simply say thank you. Simply institute gratitude within every context of your business. Say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up. And I guarantee not only will your life change, but all those who work with you, collaborate and coordinate with you, their lives will change as well. Gratitude will give you the perspective to be passionate, purposeful, and profitable. The first cultural value of being a CEO is gratitude. The second one is something called empathy. Now, a lot of you may confuse empathy with sympathy. You see, sympathy is walking a mile in someone else's shoes. And the thing about sympathy that I've learned is you cannot be sad enough to make someone happy. You cannot be uh, sick enough to make someone well. You cannot be poor enough to make someone rich. So sympathy IS NOT A GREAT QUALITY FOR A CEO. EMPATHY IS A GREAT QUALITY OF A CEO. AND EMPATHY ALLOWS US TO HAVE EASE. AND I ALWAYS SAY IT'S NOT EASY TO BE AT EASE. AND IN ORDER TO BE AT EASE, WE HAVE TO UTILIZE THE SECOND VALUE OF EMPATHY BY UTILIZING FORGIVENESS. AND THE GREATEST THING ABOUT FORGIVENESS AND BRINGING EASE OR FLOW to what we do as a leader, as an intelligent follower, as a CEO, is that forgiveness is easy because we only have to forgive one person. That's ourselves. The reason is, is we can't give what we don't have. And so if we forgive ourselves for the mistakes, setbacks and failures that we inevitably will experience by doing our best, learning lessons and having fun, BY BEING AN INTELLIGENT FOLLOWER AND A CEO, BY UTILIZING FORGIVENESS, WE WILL CLEAR THE INTERFERENCE BETWEEN US AND OUR POTENTIAL, OUR COMPANY'S POTENTIAL. WE WILL BUILD A CULTURE OF EASE, NOT OF DIS-EASE. SO MANY COMPANIES, THEY WASTE TIME, EMOTION, VALUE, AND MONEY, PUTTING THEIR COMPANIES AT DIS-EASE, PUTTING THEIR EMPLOYEES, THEIR PEOPLE, THEIR LEADERS, MANAGERS, EXECUTIVES AT DIS-EASE by utilizing gratitude to have the right perspective with the light, the love and the lessons that are gained as well as forgiveness, we will utilize that perspective and be at ease. The third value of being a CEO is to utilize accountability. Now, once again, a lot of people confuse accountability with responsibility. Responsibility is your ability to respond. Uh, You... ACTUALLY LOSE CONTROL WHEN YOU TAKE RESPONSIBILITY BECAUSE IN EFFECT YOU'RE LIVING IN A WORLD OF TRADE NEGOTIATION OF LIABILITY AND RESPONSIBILITY OF TAKING RESPONSIBILITY ACTUALLY uh, WELCOMES OR INVITES IN BLAME, SHAME, AND JUSTIFICATION. CREATING MORE VOID SHORTAGES AND OBSTACLES BETWEEN YOU AND YOUR POTENTIAL, YOU AND YOUR GRATITUDE, FORGIVENESS, YOU AND YOUR EASE AND PERSPECTIVE. Accountability is much different from responsibility. Responsibility involves living below the line in blame, shame and justification. Accountability is one of living above the line. And I used to think of accountability as what did I do to attract this to myself? And two, what am I supposed to learn from it? But there's elements of blame, shame and justification that exist in that idea of accountability as attracting it to ourselves. So I've shifted the idea of accountability to one of, what am I doing to participate in this perception? The perception that I have, that others have, an event, circumstance, whatever it may be, what am I doing to participate in that perception? And then of course, what am I supposed to learn from it? Once again, with gratitude, forgiveness and accountability, We are not only gonna have the uh, uh, perspective that we need to be a successful intelligent follower, the ease in order to utilize the energy that we have in the maximized way in a trajectory of what we think we want, but also to participate in that perception, to have control. Accountability gives us control. And then finally, as an intelligent follower, the last value to have and to utilize is effective communication. Once again, the evolution of effective communication is not just being able to communicate with others, to motivate them, to get them up, get them back up, get them back started, not only to be and utilize communication as a mentor, someone that can give instructions to where they are already, but also to be a coach, to bring the most out of them and also a teacher to be able to explain effectively, with effective communication, how to get to where you wanna be as a leader, as a CEO. But there's someone else to communicate besides with each other, someone else to collaborate and coordinate with besides each other, someone else to motivate and to also to be inspired, to use our intellect and intuition. For me, effective communication is a two-way communication, not only with others, but also with source. We have an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing being that loves you more than your mom that will allow you to be motivated and inspired so you can give that to others, the same as gratitude, forgiveness, and also accountability. If we learn to allow things not just to happen to us in a world of not enough, not just to happen for us in a trade or negotiation world of just enough, where we buy things we don't need to impress people we don't like but instead effectively communicate with that which inspires us in other words to clear the interference between us and that which inspires us our potential our best selves if we can use effective communication to aggregate and accelerate all of the power of source the omniscient all powerful knowing to allow it to come through us, through gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability to others, to empower others, to empower others into a world of more than enough. Not a world of not enough, where things happen to you as a victim, or just enough where you have a scarce zero sum game, where things are a trade or a negotiation of things for you, where there's just enough, but a world of more than enough, an abundant world for you as a leader. The four values to be a CEO, to be an intelligent follower is gratitude, which gives you perspective, empathy, which gives you ease or peace, accountability that gives you control and effective communication that allows you to live in inspiration in spirit to utilize the credible omniscient, all powerful source that you're connected through to others. Now, once as a CEO, you understand your values and you build a corporate culture of collaboration and coordination of those values to give us that unbelievable perspective, ease, control, and inspiration, we now have to effectuate daily practices for our organization. And those daily practices allow us to coordinate and collaborate in a synergistic way, a supplementary value way, in a trajectory of a collective consciousness or corporate objectives of the future. And in order to understand where we're going, we have to understand the time continuum and the limitations of each of the time continuums that exist. The first one is the limitations of the, fa- the past. Believe it or not, your past and the history that you study, and by the way, my mom always, uh, made me study history, not to remember the facts and the dates, but to learn one crucial thing, human nature. And so I suggest the same and hopefully inspire you to study history, to learn human nature because human nature never changes. But in order to understand this continuum of time and to maximize our opportunities, our options and touches of favor as a CEO, we have to understand how time is impacted in the past. You see, the only limitation of the past is the meaning that you give the defined moments and inflection points of your past. You see, the past is infinite. If all of you want to go back 100 million years, all you have to do is close your eyes and think about 100 million years ago, and boom. In a matter of seconds, you can be there. Showing the unlimited abundant nature of the past But what limits us? What limits us is the defined moments and inflection points and the meaning that we give it that isn't in synergy with the corporate collective, the collective consciousness, isn't aligned with the trajectory of the objectives and goals of our company or business that we all should be working through and to to get to. So I want you to utilize time to break free of the limitations of the defining moments of your past, the inflection points of your past that limit you in the trajectory of what you think you want or the corporate objectives of what we think we want in the future, remaining with an open mind, open heart, and open hands to learn with gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication what we need to accelerate and grow in the trajectory of what we think we want. You see, we want to hire hypocrites because hypocrites change their mind. And there's only one thing that makes you change your mind. It's learning, and life is about lessons. These lessons will keep on coming until you learn them. Pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes are indicators that you haven't learned the lesson yet. So continue on the way of learning those lessons by giving a meaning of the defined moments, the inflection points of your past. In 2008, I lost over $100 million and went bankrupt. This was a defining moment for me, an inflection point, and at the time, 14 years ago, I gave it the wrong meaning. I gave it one of being a failure. I gave it a fear-based meaning that was limiting me. And once I was able to shift the paradigm and give that meaning of my bankruptcy, of me losing everything, to one of protection and promotion, realizing that the lessons that I learned about my relationship with money made me a great CEO, made me a great intelligent follower, made me a great leader, allowed me not only to change my ways so that I can utilize the lessons of my bankruptcy to make more money, help more people and have more fun, but also shift my paradigm that not only do I need to pursue making more money, being more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, but instead I can figure out what I'm doing to interfere with my potential, interfere with it. So understanding time and the meaning that I give my past mistakes failures setbacks in order to become a better me the second thing on the time continuum to be a great ceo or an intelligent follower is to understand how to be efficient effective and statistically successful with my time and in order to do so we institute the limitation of the present there's only one limitation of now and that limitation is time itself the man made construct of time Everybody's given the limitation of 24 hours in today. You need to know your now today by understanding what is it I want concerning the meaning that I give my past in a trajectory of what I think I want in the future. What do I want today personally? What do I want today experientially? What do I want today giving wise? What do I want today receiving wise? And if every day I can take inventory of what I want, I can utilize time in a more efficient, effective, and statistically successful way if it's in the trajectory of what I think I want tomorrow. Now, remember, I'm talking about what I think I want tomorrow, and what I think I want tomorrow better be outrageous. But today, it better be realistic. Realistically, what do I want today personally, experientially, giving and receiving wise? And that, then, makes my day a possibility. You see, when I start my day and if I don't know what I want, it's nothing, no thing. I don't know what I want, so my day is nothing. I live my life like a tube, food in, food out. In order to create possibilities for your day and a trajectory of what you think you want in the future, you need to know what you want. But how do I take that possibility and make it a probability? I then institute the fastest way to get what I want. And the fastest way to get what I want in a day has two ways. One, help somebody get what they want. So I have to think about what I want today and who can I help with what I want today? Get what they want or two, much more difficult. We need to figure out who can help us get what we want. See, the fastest way to get what we want is not only to help other people get what they want, but also ask for help. Find people who sit in a situation that you want to be in and ask them for directions. And just because someone loves you doesn't mean they give you good advice. They may not be sitting on where you want. So my mom, who's a second grade teacher, is not a great person to ask for business advice because she can't give me the directions to where I want to go in business to be a CEO. But if you know who you can help and who can help you with what you want, your possibility takes a mathematical leap into probability. That's right. Your nothingness goes from what I want is a possibility to who I can help and who can help me is a probability. But how do I make it my perspective? That's right. Know your how. By utilizing time in the construct of 24 hours of time, there is no work as a CEO. There's just activity. And we need to use lenses of productivity, how productive, how much value we can provide, accessibility, how accessible am I, and how am I accessing or receiving what I want, and of course those values of gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication in order to find the light, the love, and the lessons, to utilize the great spectrum or chain of feeding to make sure I'm maximizing the activity I get paid for, maximizing the activity I don't get paid for, and even maximizing my sleep. Remember, you sleep a third of your life. Make sure you're productive, accessible, and gracious for giving, and accountable, and inspired by your sleep. Too many people go to bed at night and wake up tired. Don't live your life like a tube. Wake up and plateau and grow. Have an unwinding routine. Let your tomorrow start today by allowing sleep to be a point of recovery and access. If you know your how, you will be productive, accessible, and gracious, and your possibility probability will now become your perspective another mathematical leap but how do we utilize that mathematical leap of perspective and make it our reality well if you know your what you know your who and you know your how you then can prioritize and know your now you see a hundred percent of the things you do now get done that's right a mathematical advantage of a reality over a possibility, probability, and perspective. If you do things now, 100% of them get done. It's the most efficient, effective, and statistically successful way to live your life in a trajectory of what you think you want in the future. By utilizing the limitation of time, the man made construct of time, the 24 hours that you're given in an efficient, effective, and statistically successful way, by prioritizing how many of you students out there procrastinate. Well, I guarantee you the antidote to procrastination is prioritization, but you can't prioritize unless you know the what, the who and the how. Learn to prioritize your now by knowing what's important to you. Knowing that urgency is a subset of important, it's not what you do first. You do what's important first, according to what's urgent, in the realm of importance, by knowing your what, your possibility, your who, your probability, and your how, your perspective. Not only is prioritization an antidote to procrastination, but it is also the antidote to feeling overwhelmed. You see, when you feel overwhelmed, you're blessed. It means you have more than enough, more than enough options, opportunities, touches of favor, choices. But if you know how to prioritize what's important to you by the what, the who, the how, and do it now, it allows you to prioritize and remove any overwhelmed feelings that you have because you always know what to do next. And you also know you're blessed that you have too much to do, that you'll never complete everything in a day because you're limited by 24 hours. If you know your what, the possibility, who, the probability, the how, the perspective, and you do it now, prioritizing what's important to you, you then instead of in search of your why, we will take step number five of the daily practices and apply your why. That's right, four steps into applying your why as a fifth and finally da- final daily practice to reduce, minimize, and dissolve the limitation of time and utilize the meaning of the inflection into points and defined moments of your past. Applying your why means to get into the practice of identifying what scares you, identifying your fear. Do you have a need to be right? Do you have a need to be offended? Do you have a need to be separate from, inferior from, superior to? Do you have a need to be anxious, frustrated or angry? Do you need have a need to be resentful? Do you ever feel guilty? Do you ever complain or worry? All of these things need to be identified. Why? Because if you can identify when you feel this way, you can utilize that fear either as a catalyst To get you up get you back up get you started get you back started or to utilize it to get out of your own way you see you are happy healthy wealthy and you're worthy what are you doing to interfere with it fear interference is spelled f-e-a-r the fear false evidence appearing real the ego edging goodness out of your life you got to learn to identify and utilize fear either to get you up get you back up or get you started or to get you out of your own way. Because when you identify that fear, those needs of the ego, you now can stop. Don't do what's natural and resist it, fight it, go over and under it, through it, around it. You don't have to deny it, resist it. You don't have to lie to it, manipulate it, or cheat it. You don't have to outlogic it. You don't have to worry about it, analyze it. Simply stop. Breathe through your nose and out through your mouth. Drop down to center into gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration. Drop down to ease, drop down to center, and then remind to what? Recollect with what? Remind, remember with what? That's right, with what? What possibilities do you want? Who can help you? Who can help you in those probabilities? Making your perspective of how to get it done, utilizing the lenses of gratitude, Forgiveness, accountability, effective communication, productivity and accessibility, to know your now, to be efficient and effective with that time and prioritize your reality. What's important to you? Not what's important to other people, not what other people want, not what the haters are saying about you, not what's missing, not the failure, setbacks and mistakes, not the resistance, but what you want, what's important to you. So why? You can apply it. That's right, apply your why by identifying fear and utilizing it by stopping, dropping and then rolling remembering recollecting about what you want who you can help who can help you how to get it done and doing it now to apply that why i promise you as a ceo an intelligent follower someone that is more interested than interesting that you can reduce dissolve and remember the limitation of time by utilizing the five daily practices of what who how now and why and then finally, let's talk about the last part of the continuum as a CEO, as an intelligent follower. If you're limited, if you're limited by the meaning you give the inflection points and the defining moment of the past, if you're limited by time, the 24 hours of man-made construct, the only limitation of your future is you. That's right, the only limitation is you. What you do, say, think, believe, and feel are those aligned with a trajectory in the future that's so outrageous and audacious that not only does it scare everybody that you talk to, that they think you're crazy, but it scares you? See, everything you do today is realistic. It shouldn't scare you or anyone else. It's just utilizing time to be active. Activity you get paid for, don't get paid for. Activity you have planned, you don't get paid for. And of course, your sleep. But the future is unlimited. The only limitation of the future is you. What you do, say, think, believe, and feel. And when you learn to get out of your own way and stop limiting yourself by doing, saying, thinking, believing, and feeling big, outrageous, audacious trajectories towards what you think you want, attaching your emotions not to an outcome, to, but actually to the activity, to the past, present, and future, I promise you, you'll be a great leader. You'll be a great intelligent follower. You'll collaborate. You'll coordinate all of this together. You will live in the enjoyment of The consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit of your potential. Not other people's potential, but yours. By utilizing a time continuum based off of values of gratitude, forgiveness, accountability and effective communication, giving meaning to the defined moments and inflection points of your past in order to utilize them in the present with the limitation of 24 hours to know your what, your who, your how, your now and apply your why and live them all in a trajectory accelerating towards what you think you want in the future to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. I promise you, you will be a great CEO. If you wanna know how to be a great CEO, be more interested than interesting, be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Please reach out to me if you need anything. My email is david at Happy to send you my books, my guides, my exercises. I'm so appreciative to have the opportunity to empower you, to empower others, to be happy. Let's all make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. All of you are great future CEOs, intelligent followers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.